Welcome to this podcast. This is a portion of enjoyment from the morning revival for today, week 11 day 1 in the Holy Word for morning revival on the topic of, an overview of the central burden and present truth of the Lord's recovery before His appearing. The title for today's sharing of enjoyment is, The Consummated Triune God and the Regenerated Believers are a Divine Human Incorporation. If you enjoy this article, do not forget to share it with your friends and also leave us a comment with what you have enjoyed. We need to see and realize that, in the entire universe, there is only one thing that God wants, and that is the universal incorporation of Himself as the consummated God with the regenerated believers, He wants to gain the divine human incorporation of the consummated God with the regenerated believers. Wow! This week we come to the topic of, the divine human incorporation of the consummated God with the regenerated believers, the issue of Christ being glorified by the Father with the divine glory. This is something very high and lofty, the high peak of the divine revelation in God's Word, and it requires our prayerful consideration. We need to ask the Lord to come in as the Spirit of reality to guide us into the reality of all that He is and all that He is doing. The Bible reveals that we as believers in Christ have a very special relationship with the Lord, and we can use three words to describe this relationship. These three words are union, mingling, and incorporation. First, we see that we are one with the Lord. 1 Corinthians 6:17 says that we are joined to the Lord as one Spirit, one with Him. In John 15 4-5 we see that we have a union in life with Christ, for we are branches in Christ as the vine, sharing the same life as Him. We are one with the Lord in spirit, how wonderful! This speaks of our union in life, our union with the Lord is in the divine life in our spirit. Furthermore, we are mingled with the Lord, this refers to the nature. Our human nature is mingled with the divine nature, without a third nature being produced. In 2 Pet. 1-4 we see that we can partake of the divine nature, for we have not only the human nature but also the divine nature. We have been chosen and predestinated to partake of His holy nature and have His nature be mingled with our nature. Wonderful! This is seen in type in the Old Testament with the meal offering, which was made not only of flour but fine flour mingled with oil. The church life is the meal offering church life, not only humanity but humanity being mingled with divinity, the human nature being mingled with the divine nature. And this is baked in the oven, in all the circumstances and environments that the Lord sovereignly arranges for us. Eventually He and us, we and Him, are fully one. When others see us, they see Christ living in us and us living Christ. Our humanity is uplifted and resurrected, and Christ lives in us as we live our daily human life. We no longer live but Christ lives in us, yet we live by faith in Christ, Galatians 2:20. The third way we can describe our relationship with God is incorporation. Incorporation is to include something as part of a whole, when we speak of incorporation we don't speak of an organization such as an international incorporation but us being included in the triune God to be part of the divine human incorporation of the processed God with the regenerated believers in Christ, John 14:20. This week we want to explore prayerfully and full of careful consideration, in the light of God's Word, what does it mean for us as believers in Christ to be incorporated with the triune God? The three of the divine trinity are an incorporation from eternity both in what they are and in what they do. May the Lord unveil us to see what is in His heart and what He desires to accomplish in the universe. His heart's desire has many aspects, but He wants to accomplish one thing, He wants to gain the universal incorporation of Himself with man. As believers in Christ, our relationship with the Lord is described by the words union, mingling, and incorporation. Union concerns our oneness with the Lord, John 15 4-5, mingling is related to the divine and human natures being mingled together, 2 Pet. 1-4, and incorporation is persons indwelling one another, co-inhering, John 14:20. We need to realize that the three of the divine trinity are an incorporation from eternity both in what they are and in what they do, John 14:10. 10. 
To be incorporated means that they indwell one another and they do things together as one. This is something we cannot illustrate in the human realm, for no person can indwell another person, this is something reserved only for the spiritual realm. The Lord Jesus declared that He is in the Father and the Father is in Him, and He did not speak His own words but the Father spoke through Him, and the works He did, it was the Father doing His work through Him, vv. 10-11. He never did anything of Himself but only what He saw the Father doing. He spoke not His words but the words of the Father, and He did the works of the Father, even having the Father do the works through Him. And He cast out demons by the Spirit. Here we see the triune God not just being one but dwelling in one another and doing all things as one. The disciples around Him must have been quite puzzled when they saw Jesus and heard what He said, for it was not easy for them to understand how this divine incorporation works. It was after His resurrection, when He came back to them as the Spirit of reality, that they were guided in the reality of what the Lord spoke, and things became clear to them. The three of the Divine Trinity are an incorporation by working together as one, Christ spoke the words He heard from the Father and did the work of the Father. This is mysterious and wonderful. From eternity to eternity, the Divine Trinity were, are, and will be an incorporation both in what they are and in what they do. The Father is in the Son, the Son is in the Father, and both of them are manifested in and by the Spirit. Actually, the very nature of God is Spirit. The Father is hidden, but the Son manifests the Father, and everything the Son does is by the Spirit. When the Spirit comes, He doesn't speak of Himself but what He hears from the Father and the Son, taking the things of the Son and making them manifested to the believers in Christ, John 15 16. Humanly speaking, with our natural understanding, we can't comprehend this, we understand what it means to be one with a person and even to have the mingling, but the matter of incorporation is very mysterious, yet it is so wonderful and so real. Here was a man, a God-man, who not only was one with God and was mingled with God but even more, was incorporated with God, dwelling in God and having God dwelling in him, being in God and God being in him, and doing all things in oneness with God. This is the divine incorporation of the divine trinity from eternity to eternity. Lord, we praise you for your heart's desire to bring man into the divine human incorporation so that God and man would be incorporated together. Hallelujah, we believers in Christ are one with God in life, we are mingled with God in nature, and we are incorporated with God in our very person. Wow! Unveil us, dear Lord, to see that the divine trinity is a divine incorporation both in what they are and in what they do. We exercise our spirit in coming to your word, shine on us and enlighten us concerning the divine incorporation. May we see that the Father is in the Son, the Son is in the Father, and the Spirit is the Son and the Father coming to us to bring God into us. Wow, Lord, what an amazing fact that the Divine Trinity is a divine incorporation. Praise the Lord, we regenerated human beings are being brought into the universal, enlarged, divine human incorporation of the process triune God and the regenerated man. Hallelujah! The consummated triune God and the regenerated believers are a divine human incorporation. Acts 2.33 indicates that the triune God held a council in eternity and agreed to send Christ, the second of the divine trinity, into time to become a man for the carrying out of God's divine economy, 1 Pet. 1.20, Micah 5.2. Christ did not just die on the cross, He was delivered up by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. Wow! The triune God held a council in eternity and agreed to send the second of the divine trinity, Christ, into time to carry out what was on God's heart, His eternal economy. A council is a plan of action, God's deliberate action based on what was decided in the council of the three of the Divine Trinity. Out of the council of the Divine Trinity came forth a council, and according to that council, Christ was to die on the cross, 1 Pet. 1.20 clearly says that Christ was foreknown before the foundation of the world. In relation to the Divine Human Incorporation, before Christ's incarnation, 
This universal incorporation consisted of three parties, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. However, through incarnation, Christ, the second of the divine trinity brought this universal incorporation into humanity, John 14 10-11. The three of the divine trinity were incorporated already in eternity past, this incorporated one came into time in order to incorporate us, his chosen one, into his incorporation. The result is that we became a great, universal, enlarged divine human incorporation of the consummated God with the regenerated believers, John 17:21. This all happened in the resurrection of Christ, as John 17:21 clearly indicates, in that day, the day of resurrection, we all know that the Father is in the Son, the Son is in the Father, and Christ is in us and we are in Him. We have been included into the incorporation of the triune God, this incorporation was enlarged to include the regenerated man. Hallelujah! John 14:20 reveals that the consummated triune God and the regenerated believers, that's us, became an incorporation in the resurrection of Christ. In that day refers to the day of Christ's resurrection. You will know that I am in my Father, the Son and the Father are incorporated into one. And you in me refers to the regenerated believers being incorporated into the Son, and into the Father in the Son. And I in you refers to the Son in the Father being incorporated into the regenerated believers. Wow! Even more, v. 17 speaks of the spirit of reality that abides with us and shall be in us. When Christ came to be incarnated and born as a man, He did not come alone, He came with the Father and His very essence was the Holy Spirit. He brought God into man to unite, mingle, and incorporate the triune God with the tripartite man. He lived as a divine human incorporation on earth, for He was in the Father, the Father was in the Son, and all the Son did was from and with the Father, and by the Spirit. Through death and resurrection, Christ the Son became a life-giving Spirit to impart Himself as life into the believers in Christ. In His resurrection, Christ returned to His disciples as the Spirit, as another Comforter, the Spirit is the reality of the Son, the second of the Divine Trinity. Christ was the first Comforter as the embodiment of the Triune God, and He came to us in His resurrection as another Comforter to dwell with us and be in us, John 14 16-17 because Christ was glorified in His resurrection, He enlarged the divine incorporation to include us. We cannot be included or incorporated into God, but God went through a process and we also go through a process so that the process triune God and the regenerated man to be incorporated together into an enlarged, divine human incorporation. In the entire universe, there is only one thing that God wants, the universal incorporation of Himself as the consummated God with the regenerated believers, John 14 10-11, 20. 1721, 23, 1423, Revelation 21 3, 22. He will gain this, for the new Jerusalem is not just man nor just God but the divine human incorporation of the processed and consummated triune God with the regenerated, transformed, and glorified tripartite man. Today we are learning to live and be in the divine human incorporation in our daily living. We not only have God's life in us, Christ as a person lives in us and we as a person live in Him, and He wants to speak in us as we speak in Him, do things in us as we do things in Him, and manifest Himself in us as we abide in Him and He abides in us. This is truly mysterious yet so wonderful. And this is our daily reality in our Christian life. Lord Jesus, thank You for going through death and resurrection to enlarge the divine incorporation to include us, the regenerated believers in Christ. Hallelujah, we believers are included in the enlarged divine human incorporation of the processed God and the regenerated believers. Wow, Lord! Thank you for the privilege of having God in us and being in God. You live in us and we live in you. You dwell in us and we dwell in you. We want to live here, in our mingled spirit, to be, live, have our being, and do everything in the divine human incorporation. We want to abide in you and be one with you to such an extent that our words are the words you speak to us, our deeds are a reflection of what you are doing, 
and our very being is in God, for God is in us and we are in God. Amen, Lord, lead us as the spirit of reality into the reality of living in the divine human incorporation of the process triune God and the regenerated believers.